Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Celebrating 10 years of award-winning car talk, this is the In Wheel Time car show, your weekly go-to all-things automotive place. Coming up, Jeff has a Dale Jr. feature. We'll have This Week in Auto History and get you updated on the stories making car news this week. Howdy along with Mike out of this world, Mars. King Conrad DeLong, and we need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us today. Mike's fixing one of the cameras. Again. Again. So um, he's not with us, and uh, the camera that we uh, use for all of us is uh, on the fritz again. So we're going to... Fritz. Th- that's so right. if you want to send us money, we'll open a GoFundMe account so we can buy new cameras. Because yeah. some of the cameras we are using are old iPods and iPhones. No, they're not. Well, they were at the remotes. Maybe, yeah. So. <laughs> and they but, seem to work better than these real cameras we have set up. Well, we're, we're <laughs> not. I just got the evil eye from We're Mars. not young ourselves, yeah. so. He, he's taking personal offense yeah, at this. Okay, do so why don't we uh, do the... Uh, Jeff and Dale Jr. special. I've got it right here. Okay. Are you going to read this, or do I need to read this for you? Or how you, do you, you want to read it? No, I don't. I want you to do okay, it. Okay. But, well, but there's no mistakes allowed. Well, then we're not doing the segment then. No, we're doing the okay. segment. This is a test. This is a test. Okay. So Dale Earnhardt, you know who Dale Earnhardt is. And well, like, senior. This is junior. Got it. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And this article comes to us uh, through Kyle Dalton, who did it on September 25th. And I thought it was a pretty good article for sports celebrities and people getting involved you got the kardashians and the makeup and you got other people doing other things and whatnot so uh you know we know that dale achieved his greatness he's got 28 cup uh wins he's been in nascar hall of fame he's got two daytona wins uh he's proven himself to be quite a savvy business person and a commentator on tv exactly uh recently announced that he's in delving into another arena outside racing but he's quite familiar with, and that's alcohol. He's getting into the alcohol business. The 46-year-old and his wife Amy partnered with Sugarland's Distilling Company to produce an alcoholic beverage that... That's not Sugarland, Texas. No, no, it's Sugarland Distilling. Uh, it's it's out in the East Coast, I believe. Don's going. I missed a distillery here. I missed a in distillery. Sugarlands, right down the street. And you yeah. know he's uh, he's he's got a pair of Xfinity uh, championships, twenty eight wins in the Cup Series. He's a membership. Or he's a member of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, he's also been successful in the world of uh, outside of racing. Uh, junior Motorsports, which he owns, and multiple Xfinity championships. Earnhardt works as a broadcaster in the booth. Uh, NBC covering NASCAR host weekly podcast on Motorsports World. And one of my favorite shows, Lost Speedways. Speedways. Oh, yes. my God. That's, such, the best. that's another show. one. That exactly. such a good show. And it's, I've seen his podcast, not his podcast, his show that's on TV as right. well. It's, it's pretty neat. Uh, through the years, his uh, business acumen has been limited to racing. But his current name, he, he's got his name on everything, him and his wife. They've got uh, their own line of eyewear. Uh, he co-owns Filter Time. Uh, which is a filter subscription service, and he owns several Whiskey River restaurants. What is a filter service? I have not. It's where you that sign up. up, and they send you automatically send you the filter for your house or the filter for your whatever uh, refrigerator yeah. water uh, system. Okay. Water system, right? And he, he owns dealerships for your house. He owns car dealerships, oh, yeah. which yeah. is his dad did as well. They're they're all over there. Well, I, I, I think that either. Teresa now owns those. Possibly, but he owns, uh, Dale Jr. owns. He owns his own dealership. Exactly. 
So uh, it's called Orange Sip and Cream. It's a 40-proof alcohol which combines fresh orange zest with vanilla cream. Oh, it tastes like... Uh the cream bar. So, yeah, yeah. A dream sickle. Except it gets you buzzed. There you, go, there you go. We need that. A buzzed dream sickle. Yeah, but so, I don't know about the cream part of it. That, that's kind of, kind of pukey for me. Oh, no. No, it, we, I guess it's an acquired taste. Really? I I drink, uh, Angie and I do uh, Bailey's Irish Cream oh, with yeah. some frequency. That's one of the All things. I can think of is the time that I got sick and passed out on pina coladas, and it just it, well, just the thought of that. But there's no cream in a pina colada. I understand that, but it has it's just that too much sugar. Whatever, it's still you got take, that same thing going for it. But I I, I could dig the uh, the I'm, vanilla cream. It's the between you and I. Flavor. Orange. What orange, you do is yeah. you get you get coffee flavored tequila. You get a shot of that. Whatever the shot, three ounces, five ounces, and then you <laughs> rim it with Bailey's, and you do the shot, and it tastes just like coffee. Awesome, but, but that's getting back not to the story, that's mine. Yeah, yeah, that's not what he's selling. Well, how come you've never offered me that when I come over to your house? I don't have the tequila. I gotta get the tequila. I've got the tequila. No, the coffee flavored tequila. Coffee flavored tequila. Bailey's. So let's get back to Dale Jr. Yeah, I'm getting thirsty now. Um, okay, you know so what? I think that we need to do a celebration here on the let's show. Do for some shots. Some shots here. No, that's I don't do that kind of shot. Canadian whiskey. Ugh. You got any uh, TX? Yeah, I do. You want to do shots of we'll TX? Do, we'll do shots of TX. Nevertheless, uh, getting back to it, I lost my place in the. <laughs> of course you here. did. Uh, now married and the father of two daughters. He's admittedly, admittedly, admittedly settled down. There's no uh, mistakes but, allowed. But don't make <laughs> uh, no, no mistakes on drinking. Uh, this year, the podcast he talked about, he where he counted beers as calories, but revealed how much he still drinks. So, he, you know, the, the beer puts the weight on, but evidently these. You know, convincing you that this won't. So uh, it's a fair assumption that Dale and Amy's electric orange sipping cream is exempt from any calorie counting as well. So they're not. And that's count what it's called: is electric orange sipping cream. Right, and that's it. So he's getting into that adventure or venture. In most electric celebrities do. Electric orange sipping cream. Mm-hmm. I think that if I were in Bars, the marketing, we need to get an interview. I think that if I were uh, going to get into the marketing aspect of that, I think I'd call it something else. Well, you know, it's it's what he wants, and that's uh, you know he's the investor and, and the primary source of it, and with Sugarland Distilling Company, and I'm it's sure and that, it's and it's delivered in a mason jar. Yeah, how about so that? it looks like moonshine, up. except it's dark in color and it's not it's moonshine. Creamy, with but creamy. it doesn't look creamy. It looks caramelly. Or caramel is it caramel or caramel? Caramel. caramel. No, there's caramel and then there's caramel. Caramel, that's right. Caramel. So, so to enter their website, you have to say, "Are you over 21?" No. Physically, yes. Mentally, no. Electric orange sipping cream. Find it locally. Let's see who sells this locally. Nothing. We need to get Dale Jr. on for an interview. Let him pitch his his liquor, and we can laugh and giggle with him. Well, we could do shots while we do that. That's we would hope he would send us a couple of bottles so we could do shots. Well, a couple of is, jars, and it is available here in Houston. Where? I'm looking it up right now. Probably it's not not specs. What's the other one? Uh, it's the one the Kathy total goes wine. To. Total wine. You go there too. Yeah. No, nope, specs, specs carries it. Specs has it. Specs Sass Liquor. Specs up in Tomball. Specs um, Fairbanks Liquor Selections. I'm sure. I'm sure all these places are going. Why are you? And then here, close to you, Don, is Total Wine. There you go. 
Yeah, control of wine's not very far from here. So I wonder, I wonder what uh, what section you would look under to find that. Uh, I would start with the person behind the counter and just yeah, ask just, them to <laughs> save your time. Believe me, walking around Total Wine and walking around Specs is just totally it's different. a day trip. Yeah. It yeah. is a day trip for Total Wine. Yeah, because they, you know, each one of them have samples. Well, you can go into. Uh, <laughs> I can see Jeff yeah. going through the liquor I've store, done that. taking I've, samples I've like he's done at Costco. No. <laughs> now, Mr. Zeke, and you've been in this line 17 <laughs> times already. <laughs> you can't I know a guy. Hey, hey, I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. It's like doing uh, wine, wine tasting. So Dale Jr. is getting into the booze business. Booze. Alcohol, not booze. Alcohol. Yeah. Well, that's booze. And Well, he's had Budweiser as a sponsor for a long time on his on Well, he his used car. to. Yeah. Right. But that, this has nothing to do with beer. Right. This is hard liquor. And uh, the gentleman by the name of Ned Vickers is president and founder of Sugarlands Distilling Company. Uh, he's impressed with the vision and passion that Dale had, and they're kicking off the and the money. I was going to say he loves being associated yeah. with Dale Jr. Yeah, I would Get too. all them rednecks yeah. drinking drinking this sipping cream. Yep. Yeah. It's not cream. Yeah, it's electric orange sipping cream. cream. That's what it's called. It's an Appalachian sipping cream served in a mason jar. I love the mason jar thing, though. I think yeah. that's that's a cool way to sell it. Yeah. But Sugarlands, they sell um, moonshine spirits. Huh. Spirits. Typically. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, that's the story. Back to you. Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> How did we get there? We've got our camera back, but it's a little funky. Caddy Womper, yeah. Well, who, who set that up? Uh, I did it blind. <laughs> I, I it tried blind. to get some help. <laughs> And, and nobody was looking at you? Right. That wasn't by accident. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like everybody lean this way. <laughs> no, notice that the walls are yellow, yeah. and that's from uh, too much sipping cream. Yeah, too much sipping, sipping cream. cream. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Marlboro Man. Well, why don't we uh, do this week in auto history? Because that's always fun. Are you uh, capable I, of doing that? I yeah. One thing can. I wanted. To, one thing I wanted to give a shout out. Alan Presley, one of our uh, listeners online, the uh, in Cypress, Texas, on. Oh, let me get to the date here. On. Saturday, October 16th, the West Houston Classic Car Meet at Twisty Treat in uh, on Fry Road in Cyprus. Twisty Treat. Twisty that Treat. Sounds that's like at fun. 7 p.m. next or Saturday the 16th. So. Okay. You ready, Jeffrey? Can we? Uh, uh, yeah, can I was trying it? to signal Mike was still crooked. There. Well, I, that's I know, okay. Well, was, we can uncrook it, it while you're doing you this. Okay. All right. Let's just continue on. In 1910, and this we we heard about Mr. Durant uh, before, not Duranty, but William Durant, carriage maker and entrepreneur, was uh, the origin original patriarch of General Motors Corporation. But due to financial difficulties, he lost control of the company, and he was determined to regain control. And he and Lewis Chevrolet joined together uh, at Chevrolet Motor Company, and then five years later, Durant and Chevrolet acquired control of General Motors again. So, huh. interesting story there. I didn't realize. And then in 1925, construction of the Nurburgring Racing Circuit, wow. often referred to as the Green Hell, the 12.9-mile course through the Eiffel Forest, is considered one of the most dangerous segments of road on the planet and that was where Nicky Lauda had his crash and mm -hmm. burn 
um, during a Formula One race there. They really don't do competitive racing, real high-level competitive racing there anymore. No, it's just strictly a, a time speed of Test event. track, yeah. And, you know, the all different auto manufacturers show up with whatever their newest model chasing the lap record. The current lap record is 7 minutes and 35 seconds For 12 to miles. go around 12 miles, which is about 171 miles an hour. In what? A Tesla. <gasps> Of all things in a Tesla. You know, now there are race cars that have gone faster through this, but right now the lap record's held by a Tesla. You know, oh, and through the years it's been BMWs, Porsches, Audi's. So who Vipers. built this track? This is the before, Germans. I know. Thank you. <laughs> but this 1925. Was, this is before Hitler took over, and so. Somebody before Hitler got involved in this. Probably one of the Kaisers, because that's who was in charge of Germany back before Hitler were the Kaisers until they got overthrown by the National Socialist Party. And I think it was before AOC, but there is our newest (laughs) National Socialist Socialist Party. Yeah, AOC and Bernie. Moving on. The American socialists, communists. Um, beside the point. 1928, the first cornerstone of the Henry Ford Museum was laid, uh, the first step in establishing one of the most extensive automotive collections in the world. And you've been there. I've been there. That, I've been there. That is one heck of a heck of a visit. I grew up spend. not far from there. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and actually, uh, um, not just cars in the collection they also have this huge collection of trains indoor oh my god they have the biggest locomotives i've ever seen in my entire life dc3 hanging from a real dc3 hanging from the ceiling it's so sorry buddy of mine lives in colorado now good friend of mine grew up with him he used to when we were in kids he worked there in the summer at the museum oh what a cool job that would be in 1937 Dusenbergs, who were acknowledged to be the ultimate in quality and value, and exp- you know they kind of created the expression uh, "it's a doozy." You know now it's yeah, a doozy. doozy. Yeah. Well, the, originally it was "it's a doozy,", doozy. Um, and that symbol of opulence suffered greatly during the hard times of the compre- uh, depression, and uh, was forced to close its doors in 1937. Looks wow. like a Cruella Deville car. Oh, yeah. what a what a cool cool car! Could, you know, make a resto mod, tub it out, put an LS oh, in it, smack you upside <laughs> the head. Continue. In 1955, at uh, 5:45 p.m. Uh, 24-year-old actor James Dean was killed in a, in a highway in California just north of Paso Robles uh, when his Porsche was hit by a, a Ford Tudor uh, sedan at the intersection. The 23-year-old California Polytechnic University student Donald Turnspeed was dazed but mostly uninjured, and Dean's passenger and his Porsche mechanic, uh, Rolf Wurstek, was badly injured but survived. Uh, Only when Dean died in that car wreck, the only movie of his that had been released was East of Eden. The other two movies, uh, Rebel Without a Cause and Giant, were released after his death. I did not realize that. I I I did not realize that until I read this. Um, So, you know, just from one movie and uh, the loss of his life, um, you know, made him into truly a legend. And, you know, that's him in the car. Is that a Tudor behind him? Is that a Ford behind him? Actually, that is a Ford behind him. But that's not the one that That, hit him. No, but that's kind of... And then the next picture shows as they're extracting the car from the accident site. It's a pretty bad mess. Um, And then in 1982, the first episode of Knight Rider aired this week, starring the Hoth. 
David Hasselhoff as a private <laughs> eye, Michael Knight. Uh, however, the real star of the show was Kit. Mm -hmm. The talking car was a modified Pontiac Firebird, complete with artificial intelligence and glowing red lights that assisted Michael in his detective work. What did Kit stand for? Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know. Um, Knight Institute Technology something? I don't know. George, yeah. George will tell us. George will tell us. George will tell us. So I thought that was kind of a cool. And then on 2004, on, um, the Chinese officials gathered uh, uh, or built the new Shanghai International Circuit racetrack and introduced Formula One to the Chinese market. Wow. And I, I knew Shanghai, and that's if you've ever watched that race, it's a great race because it's a wonderful track. Um, but I didn't realize it's been since 2004. I thought it was much newer than that. It's, you got to think since 2004, Coca, Coda opened. You yeah, know, Coda opened. You know, what's it, 10, 12 years now? Yeah. So is that with the term I've been Shanghai? I've been Shanghai. Okay. So that's this week in automotive news. Good job. Thank you very much. No history. history. I have the news. Automotive history. <laughs> <laughs> Ford Motor Company is recalling 354,330 crossovers, one set from the 2020 to 2021 model years because their rear-view cameras may not correctly display images, and the other from the 2011 to 2013 model years over suspension issues. Uh, the global recall of the rear-view cameras includes the Explorer, the Lincoln Corsair, and the Lincoln Aviator. And the suspension issues <clears throat> are from Explorers, model years 2011 through 2013. Ford said the vehicles may be equipped with a cross-axis ball joint replacement part that may seize up. Yikes. Yikes. We don't like anything seizing up. No. Because then the suspension stops working. Correct. Mm -hmm. Honda Motor Company, uh, which will phase out internal combustion products by 2040 has now unveiled plans to reinvent the company in business areas that are truly out of this world. Did you hear the, hear the story? I, I, I read this. <clears throat> Under a roadmap unveiled Thursday, the automaker said it will branch into electric air mobility vehicles. Talk about range anxiety. <laughs> Avatar robots and even reusable rockets to launch satellites into space. The rocket ambitions position Honda as a kind of Japanese answer to Elon Musk's SpaceX aerospace company. Okay. So we're going to outsource more. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody this week about Honda. There's a Honda jet that Bin sometimes uh, is in our hangar. And it is a very unusual looking jet in the way that the engines are mounted. They're not mounted to the fuselage of the, of the craft. They're mounted to the wings, but on they're kind of like pods, and they've got <clears throat> these mounting brackets that come off of the wings and go up to where they would be mounted on the fuselage toward the back. Very interesting. And, and that jet's been around a while. And That's very expensive yeah. and very sleek and very different, and uh, it's, it's quite the thing to see in person. Sniff, do not touch. Uh, Jeep's second plug-in hybrid, the Grand Cherokee 4XE, will offer 25 miles of electric range. 25 miles of electric range. That's 25 miles of electric range. <laughs> and a long extension cord. 
A 6,000-pound tow rating and a Trailhawk version, but for only powerful enough miles. to conquer the Rubicon Trail in battery-only mode. Okay. 25 miles. The 2022 Grand Cherokee 4XE is scheduled to reach North American dealerships in early 2022, following the arrival this fall of the redesigned two-row Grand Cherokee, a cornerstone of Jeep's lineup since the 90s. The fifth-gen SUV gains 5.5 cubic feet of interior space, active driving assist technology, um, a new high-definition rear-seat entertainment system. Pricing has not been disclosed yet. The 4XE, available in five trims, uses two electric motors, a 400-volt battery pack, and a 2.0-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine to deliver 375 total horsepower. All high-voltage electronics are sealed and waterproof, allowing the vehicle to forward up to two feet of water. Okay. Nice. Well, and, and it's not surprising that four-wheel drive and the EV platform tend to go together. Did you read the Rivion story? So Rivion is releasing their R1T, and uh, it's powered by four electric motors that are inbound at each wheel that combine for a total of 835 horsepower and 908 foot-pounds of torque. With the electric motor that makes peak torque at zero RPM, each wheel independently drives uh, each motor independently drives each of the four wheels, which really negates the need for a four-wheel drive system. So no transfer case, no transmission and stuff. It's all in the and uh, it allows module. right, and and it allows each wheel to do put the power necessary to move through. They say it's going to be quite the off-roadable vehicle. I just happened to catch uh, yesterday that um, it's going public. Rivian uh, is going public, and apparently there's some big thing. It's going to happen on Wall Street when it does. I, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't see the whole story, but uh, uh, it's something to look online and, and get the whole story about it. But they're making a very big deal out of it, and I guess this is going to be a major player. You know, I'm a little bit leery about these sorts of things because of John DeLorean mainly, uh, you know, and people putting billions of dollars into this company to get it going and to give it a goose. Yeah. If you're going to buy the IPO... Sell early. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, take your gains and get out. I think about the internet bubble that came up. You know, exactly. a lot exactly. of people exactly. made a lot of money, but there was a whole lot more people lost money because yeah. they got in late. Yep. Well, they got in late or they stayed in too long. And did you hear GMC Yukon's 2022 version is going to have a buckle up to drive safety feature? The vehicle will not start unless your seatbelt is buckled. Oh, that's good. Which isn't yeah. new, but it's new in the Yukon. Well, I think that it should be in all cars, actually. Or you can't, you can't shift it out of, out of drive, excuse me. Time now for a quick break. We'll be right back here on the In Wheel Time Car Show. Houstonian-owned Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has the most sought-after models in the Houston area today. When you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, you now have a place to go. General Manager Lincoln Stahl guarantees Bayway will beat any competitor's written price on the new vehicle you choose or pay you $1,000. Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is easy to get to on Highway 225 near Beltway 8 in Pasadena. Whether it's online or in person, you're welcome like one of the family. BaywayChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com.